From Bainbridge Island to the villages. Pickleball is one of the fastest growing sports in America. Buckeye to Abbotsford. Time out, baby, yeah! St. George to Rochester and all points in between. If you've heard of pickleball or you already play it, then you know. This is the Pickleball Show. This is Prem Carno, author of Smart Pickleball. And here's the host of The Pickleball Show, Chris Allen. Live from the PBX Club Studios in Asheville, North Carolina, it's The Pickleball Show. I am your host, Chris Allen, joined today by co-host from PickleballTournaments.com. It's the hardest working person in pickleball, Melissa McCurley. Hey, Melissa, how are you today? Hey, Chris, I'm doing great. How the heck are you today? I'm doing really good, except for one thing. Oh, no, what's that? Well, I, I want to have you on the show more often, and there's so many of these darn pickleball tournaments all over the country that I'm, I'm it's just becoming harder and harder to get you on the show. I think you're going to have to tell these people, no, nope, you know what? I've got prior commitments to the pickleball show. I've got my priorities in line. I'm not going to be able to service your tournament. I'm going to have to talk with Chris. <laughs> uh, either that or you can just come on the road with me and we'll just broadcast live from all these pickleball tournaments. Oh, that would be wild. <laughs> yes, it would. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because my, uh, my local ambassador, he and his wife, they just got an RV a few months ago and they took it down to Florida in January and February. And every weekend they were playing a different pickleball tournament down there. And uh, so they, they just got back a couple of weeks ago, but I hadn't really had a chance to talk to them. Normally when we play up here, we play from nine to noon in the morning. And then sometimes every now and then we'll go out to lunch afterwards. So this happened last week, we went out to lunch and I said, hey, you know, how were the, uh, the tournaments down there in Florida? And the first thing out of his mouth was, well, you could tell which tournaments were using pickleballtournaments.com and which ones weren't. Ah. <laughs> but, and that was the you know unsolicited feedback. And I thought, well, I got to tell Melissa about this because you guys, it's more than just being you know the brains behind the scenes. You guys are becoming a brand now that I think people are going to actually look for when they decide whether or not they're going to attend a tournament. Well, thank you for that. Uh, and certainly we're seeing an explosion in growth. I uh, appreciate the gentleman's comment. Um, there are a lot of people out there running pickleball tournaments and you know my comment to them is to be prepared for the growth inside their tournaments because those tournaments could start with 50 people and rapidly by the next year or even two years be over 200 or more players so you need to be able to prepare for that and choose a tool that you can use to help you manage a large tournament and certainly that's what pickleballtournaments.com does um, helps people manage their registrations you know, and helps them be able to create their brackets online and move their brackets along at the tournament site, which allows you to run large tournaments and, and do so efficiently. Um, and, you know, certainly the technology is built in that people are able to show their friends and families and help them uh, be able to see how to watch them remotely if they can't be at the event and then, you know, be able to go online and see their results posted uh, after the tournament has completed. So it's just really exciting times, Chris. We could not
not be more thrilled with the support that we're getting from the pickleball community. Uh, People who know me personally know that I still work part-time at American Express doing what I can and, you know, Greg as well, doing what he can, investing our own resources into the website so that we can keep it going and keep growing. And if it wasn't for the support of this pickleball community back into pickleballtournaments.com and helping us grow and expand because we certainly couldn't do it on our own. We could not be here uh, doing what we are doing. So from the bottom of my heart, I do want to take this opportunity that you've given me to be here today to express a sincere thank you to the pickleball community. Well, you guys have just invented the easy button for pickleball. Remember that? What was the office supply store? Was it Staples or Office Max a few years ago that had the easy button where people could just press it and it was done? You guys are the easy button of pickleball. And uh, there's just no reason not to use you. And that's one of the things I wanted to make sure that people knew who were thinking about putting on a tournament because we talk about you traveling, you know, you're traveling all around and doing these things. Uh, Don't think that just because you're doing a small tournament uh, that you can't employ the services of pickleballtournaments.com. This is the same system that runs the nationals and is going to run the U.S. Open pickleball championships. You know, you can have that software and their expertise in your corner, even if you're just doing a little tournament at your local venue. It doesn't take a big budget. They have different levels of participation where you can access the software and uh, boy, just make things run so much easier. Very good point. So, uh, and I recommend to folks to get started earlier uh, with the system, even with your smaller tournaments so that you can learn how to use it in steps over time because it's a very powerful system and uh, there's a lot it will do, including a volunteer management capability that's gaining more popularity now as well. And to your point, Greg and I can't be at all tournaments. There's over 150 large tournaments on the system already here uh, going into April. There were 130 all of last year. But we do uh, help people do remote training sessions with them online, sharing our screen out. We break them up in individual sessions, usually 30 minutes at a time, so people can consume the information at a rate and pace that they can then go apply when they're actually using the tool themselves to help them manage the tournament. And to find out more, of course, just go to pickleballtournaments.com and all the information is right there. We're going to talk in just a couple of minutes to uh, Chris and Terry, the founders of Spirit Promotions and the brains behind the U.S. Open Pickleball Championships. Going to get you the rundown if you can attend, if you can't attend. Either way, we're going to answer your questions for you. First, though, I wanted to just say a special thank you to everybody who's emailed and texted and put up on Facebook their uh, kind words and congratulations on the little story that came out in Pickleball Magazine featuring your host here. That was very kind of them at Pickleball Magazine, the new issue, the March issue, to do a little spotlight feature on me. So I I certainly appreciate that. That was really neat, Chris. A great picture of you, a great article in there. And for all of us, we need to give a sincere thank you back to you and what you're doing uh, to help grow and support and promote this sport. You're doing an outstanding job and I hear nothing but positive feedback on what you're doing from people all across the country and your popularity and the show's popularity is just really growing. So thank you. Well, I appreciate that. And I don't, there's probably no way to say this without it sounding like sour grapes, but, uh, I was kind of sort of expecting the cover 
of the uh, the pickleball <laughs> magazine issue. You know, I don't Wait. know what happened, but you know, when, here's when, what they're waiting for on that. Okay, when they do the issue on the sexiest pickleball player no, alive, no, no, you no. will then get the cover. No, because we I mean, we that's, that was the whole thing. We went down to Tahiti. We did a two day uh, swimsuit spread. We did a photo shoot, and I thought you know one of those pictures. The, the picture they used was fine, but uh, yeah, it was just me sitting where I'm sitting now, just in my uh, just in my in my chair here with the microphone. But yeah, we had a whole thing, you know, with you know, me in the surf and the waves and stuff. And uh, for whatever reason, they chose not to use those photos. And uh, normally you're, you're thinking cover when they do the swimsuit stuff. But uh, uh, I'm not sure I'm ready to handle you in a speedo <laughs> in a beach. I, I'm just not ready yet, Chris. <laughs> I can understand editorial decisions. You know, I mean, Wes Gabrielson, I guess, had a, uh, a better than average performance at the Grand Canyon State game. So he probably nudged me off the cover. No, that guy is just unbelievable. He's yeah. such a super individual as well. I oh, mean, I that's know. that's one whole package right there in, in Wes Gabrielson. What a what a great guy. I guess what? He he won uh, a few different events at the Grand Canyon State Games. Yeah, I, if I remember correctly, I believe he won all three of the events in yeah. which he uh, participated. So I think even the women's events, he the I mean, he didn't participate in them, but I think he was so good that the women when they're on the podium they took their medals off and then they put them around his neck because he was so good i think it, it was one of those kind of sweeps and then they bowed down to him like wayne and garth in wayne's world and they're they're not worthy so all right so if i have to give up the cover of pickleball magazine to anybody uh, you know i guess i'll settle for wes no, Rob, i'm sure it Rob was a close there. call yeah yeah, probably. Decision. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I've turned down any kind of uh, modeling offers or anything like that. Because that business, they just they chew you up and spit you out. Well, just, and you can't eat enough either. I mean, you got to stay too thin. And I got to tell you, yeah, oh, that's that's a deal breaker right there. A deal breaker for yeah. sure. But thanks to everybody, and and uh, and thanks to Pickleball Magazine. Great article, and and Pickleball Magazine. Wow, they are knocking it out of the park in the oh, magazine space. Yeah. Wow, story after story, really nice. And uh, yeah, if you want to subscribe to it, uh, I know at uh, pickleballrocks.com. And uh, at the end of that article, I mentioned that uh, one of the things that I'm super excited about is that we're producing our first live event. We're going to do an event in July called Pickleball Summit. It's going to be a lot of fun. We, we want to turn this into the ultimate training and playing event. This is going to be great. It's going to be uh, right outside of Charlotte, Concord, North Carolina. This is the site of last year's South Atlantic Regionals. And you were down there, Melissa. I remember you and Greg were there. So you know it's a great venue called Carolina Courts. They have 18 indoor pickleball courts. Yeah, great venue um, for an indoor venue. One thing I remember about it was um, the, the flooring. Their flooring is a perfect indoor surface, not only to play on, but actually to be able to, to see without a glare bouncing back at you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And we have the dream team of instructors. I can't even believe that I'm able to say this list. Our first instructor is national champion Matthew Blom, USAPA men's national champion. He won that along with Daniel Moore. Uh, he's going to be there offering instruction all three days. After that, we've got national champion. 
champion, Sarah Ansbury. She won the USAPA Women's Open doubles along with Gigi Lamaster. We've spoken to both of them here on the Pickleball Show. If you've seen Sarah's videos, you know what a great teacher she is. She spent years uh, as a tennis coach, so she knows how to make the complex understandable, and uh, I can't wait to get some instruction from her. Uh, We've also got Tournament of Champions Master Champion, Matt Staub, who we've also talked to on the show here the past couple of episodes. Boy, it's just going to be incredible. And then to top it all off, we've got the pickleball guru himself, Prem Carnot, dispensing the pickleball guru wisdom that uh, has brought him accolades from people all over the country and all over the world. So we've got four instructors, one big giant venue. It's going to be just all pickleball all day long for three days. A mix of both, you know, lessons, instruction from these people. You're going to meet with each one each day. And then also there's going to be time in between to play and to lock in the things that you just learned. I want you to go to pickleballsummit.com. That's pickleballsummit.com, and we'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, and again, it is July 15th, 16th, 17th, Charlotte, North Carolina. Wow, what an all-star lineup you have there for that Pickleball Summit, Chris, and what an outstanding idea. I mean, the opportunity to get instructions from that cast of pickleball players who play at such a high level and give you know back to the game themselves and then be able to spend time applying what you're learning with them present, uh, it just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, that's what I think is going to be so much fun about it is that you'll get the instruction, but then you'll start playing and, you know, they'll be hanging around and maybe they'll be playing with you. And and so you'll get these little tweaks and adjustments. Pickleballsummit.com. Tickets are on sale right now. Charlotte, North Carolina, July 15th, 16th, 17th. And yes, I did go to pickleballtournaments.com and check the schedule just to make sure we were not conflicting with any major tournament. So people can stay over though after your uh, summit and play the USA Masters games there in Greensboro, North Carolina. So spend some time in North Carolina this summer. There you go. That's coming up the weekend after that. So uh, that would be the perfect little North Carolina trip. I'd like to welcome two very special guests to the Pickleball Show now, the founders of Spirit Promotions and the executive director and president of the U.S. Open Pickleball Championship. Championships, Chris Yvonne and Terry Graham. Ladies, thank you for joining us and welcome to the Pickleball Show. You're welcome. It's good to be here. Now, are both of you ladies down in Naples already? Yep, we are here. We drove down from Chicago last week. So we've been here for a week and we'll be down here until after the event. Great. How's the weather looking so far? Weather's great. Little humidity in the air already, but nice breezes going and a lot of sunshine. So it'll be great for the event. Yeah, I think there's something else in the air, too, and that's the smell of a pickleball championship. I know that people up here in North Carolina and all around the country are looking forward to heading down to Naples and uh, participating in the U.S. Open. It is going to be the biggest event ever in the history of pickleball. You know, one of the things we wanted to do was make an event that's different from the others. We weren't shooting for the biggest tournament. We weren't shooting for the best tournament. We just wanted to be the different tournament where we have a lot more things going on than just pickleball. 
Well, it sure sounds like you've accomplished that task. I had a lot of questions, still getting a lot of emails from people, and their number one question is, will this event be streaming like the Nationals? Will they be able to watch it live on their computer? I know that you guys have, for the first time ever, a television contract. This will be the first time that Pickleball is being televised. Will that negate the streaming or will there be both? Well, actually, this year it will negate the streaming. We've had to put the streaming on the back burner. Hopefully we can do that next year. But with our agreement with CBS Sports Network, we had to do all or nothing. And so we chose to put the finals on CBS Sports Network. And it will be not live, but it will be on the network roughly two weeks after the finals. Well, that will be a giant leap for pickleball. Yeah, I think one of the things, Chris, when we first got into this that we wanted to do was to show the country what pickleball was. And there's 2.5 million pickleball players right now. Actually, 2016 numbers are coming out soon, and I anticipate breaking the 3 million mark on that. But CBS Sports Network has over 50 million subscribers, and most people get CBS Sports Network with their basic cable package. So imagine how many people are just flicking the channels on a Sunday afternoon and pickleball's on and they've never seen pickleball or maybe they've heard of pickleball. So we're hoping to attract literally millions of people into the game by having it on CBS Sports Network. Now, if we can't watch the games as they're being played, Melissa, will we be able to check in on pickleballtournaments.com and see the results as they're happening live? Absolutely, Chris. As the matches are played, the results will be put in and people will be able to follow that not only on the tournament site uh, with their phones or iPads, they'll also be able to have their friends and family who aren't able to attend see how they're doing right through the internet, through their computers. Can you see this eventually being the premier event? I mean, this is the one, if you could only wear one medal around your neck, that this is the one that you want to have? We do want this to be a special event, but what we really want is for this just to be one of a few or several special events that start to be created. You know, wouldn't it be cool if we could start to get a Grand Slam together? So we just kind of raise the bar a little bit and um, make them all special. Both Chris and I have sports background, as we all do. And as we look at other sports, I always said there are a few titles that everybody wants, and they want to be the national champion. So in any sport, whether it's racquetball, squash, pickleball, you want to you want to hold the national championship. That's a very, very important title. And another important title is in the sports that offer it is the U.S. Open Championship title. Mm-hmm. So to hold those two and then we're lucky in this sport to have Tournament of Champions, which is another great event. So all of them, I think, are going to be unique. And who will own like that Grand Slam, like Chris is saying, of all the championships at the same time? That's going to be quite a feat. Now, you ladies are both based in Chicago, and so many tournaments are out on the West Coast, and really all of what you would consider the Grand Slam contending tournaments are on the West Coast. What made you decide to go ahead and hold this one on the East Coast? Well, when we came up with this whole plan and this vision, we looked at quite a few different cities, and three or four of them were on the West Coast, and a couple of them were on the East Coast. And when we went to Collier County Convention and Visitors Bureau, we met with them on a Tuesday, and by Friday, they had given us an offer to bring it down here for three years 
actually they didn't let us leave until we we agreed to do it so we didn't even go to our spot we were headed out west to an area that we thought would be a good spot for it we didn't even go there we signed the agreement and the rest is history and we're thrilled with what we've done down here and then just recently as you know we announced that we had a title sponsor with Minto Communities and they came on board recently they are a home builder a leading home builder that targets 55 and older, and they have a community right next to East Naples Park, but they're all over Florida too. So it made sense for us to partner up with them. And this is going to be a a long, um, great partnership. And it also started to make sense as we got this relationship going with Collier County that that there was a big event on the East Coast, that it finally deserved it. There are some great players over here. And to kind of help the growth of pickleball, it's good for the sport to spread out these good events. So I think in the long run, it all turned out for the best. One of the best players in the world is Kyle Yates, and he lives right here in in Fort Myers, you know, which is only 30 minutes from Naples. And, you know, he's always running out to the West Coast to compete against some of the better players. So when we met Kyle and we talked to him about his vision of what he saw down here, we just thought this makes all the sense in the world to do it right here in Naples. Well, I agree that it does help the sport to go ahead and spread out the major events. And we were talking about this in an episode a few weeks ago. How great will it be? finally for people in the villages and uh, in other areas in Florida to not have to get on a plane to go play in a major tournament to actually be able to get in their car and just drive over to Naples <laughs> and play yeah. in yeah. one of the you know the country and the world's premier pickleball tournaments that will be uh, very nice indeed for them to not have to go through Atlanta or Charlotte I'm sure they're looking forward to that the people that can attend the tournament I've gotten questions and emails emails from them and it seems like the number one question I've gotten from people that are familiar with the venue is boy this place is going to be spectacular where the heck do I park yeah what kind of arrangements have you made for parking there at the US Open you know as you can imagine as you're you're planning for an event like this and and we you know we're walking the park that that really was probably one of our number one questions you know what are we going to do we had a couple options you know we were looking at courts we could shuttle people to different parking areas but our goal was to get everybody on site to build enough courts so that everybody could be playing on site and didn't have to go off site and to be able to accommodate the cars so that everybody could park right there and not have to be shuttled. Well, there's a big soccer field right at the park that we're gonna be able to use for cars. And it should probably take care of over 500 cars. So we're gonna encourage people to carpool, but we should be okay in that category. There's also a park right across the street that we'll be able to use if we have additional parking needs. What's happening in terms of food, entertainment? I know it's much more than just your uh, you know usual pickleball tournament. Yeah, first of all, when people get there, They'll be able to go right toward our, we have two big expo tents and that's where check-in will be. That's where our beer garden will be and our entertainment. We'll have live entertainment every afternoon. That's where all our vendors will be. Um, and outside of that, we'll have a welcome tent and that's where people can go to just find out information about what to do in Naples and what to do at the event. But each afternoon, we'll have live entertainment in the beer garden so um, people can relax and enjoy that. And we'll also have the Zing Zang Championship Court, and that's where all the top players and the pros are going to be playing. And people can go there. Now, every person that enters the event 
their credential will get them into the championship court for free to watch those matches. Okay. If somebody wants to purchase tickets for that, they can go to our website, usopenpickleballchampionship.com, and um, click on the, the link for championship court, and they can um, find out how to purchase tickets to watch. Okay, and we'll link to that in the show notes for this episode. Now, explain the distinction between championship court. What it is, is any player gets free access into the championship court. So if you have a credential, you're a player, you get in there for free. Okay. If you're not a player, or let's say you're bringing your husband, your wife, you know, somebody in your family, you can purchase tickets for them. If you're a player, you get in, it's just, it comes with your ticket. But if you're not a player, if you're a spectator only, you need a special ticket to view championship court matches. Correct. Everything else in the tournament village is free. So for somebody just to come in, watch their friends play, watch their family members play, go to the beer garden, take part in the entertainment, that's all free to everybody. Gotcha. But if you do want to get in to watch the pros and the top players play, you have to get a ticket for Zing Zang Championship Court. Okay. And I'd like to just add your, your ticket that you get from the player part is first come, first serve. So we have now over 800 people registered in the tournament. And for the general admission part, we will have 500 seats. So it is strictly a first come, first serve. To be guaranteed a seat, that's where you have to purchase a ticket. Okay, so if you purchase a championship court ticket, you have a seat. You're guaranteed. You get top priority. Yeah, not only do you get um, a reserved seat or you're guaranteed a seat, but the seat will be a more comfortable bleacher seat with a back on it. So it's a little bit of a VIP seating area. Would you recommend that people that are players, but who really also want to take in the full experience and watch the best matches, should they also consider purchasing a championship court seat in addition to their playing ticket? I don't think so. I think we'll be able to accommodate them, especially if they get there early to watch the matches they want to watch. You know, if they're just sensitive to that, that if they just come in at the last minute, there might not be space. We'll also have a little standing room only spaces. But um, I think if they get there, they plan for it and they get there early, they should be able to get in with their credential. Okay, sounds good. Now, you mentioned the beer garden. Melissa, is your mom going to be there? Oh my gosh, Chris, you were reading my mind. Not only is there a beer garden in which she's going to be able to attend. Is there a taco uh, truck? There is on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday's taco truck day. Okay. This goes back to an old episode. Months ago, ladies, uh, Melissa told a story about her and her mom uh, working at a tournament in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And uh, all these these sheets started piling up on the table. And Melissa's mom was helping her out with the tournament. And uh, Melissa's looking around like, where's my mom? And then she looked over and her mom was at the taco truck with a beer in her hand. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there with her. Yeah. A smart just, lady. Just yeah, just taking a break, just an unscheduled break and everything. <laughs> well, that sounds great. Now, uh check in obviously what an hour or a half hour before you're scheduled to play, Melissa? It's a half hour before you're scheduled to play that you should be um checking in for the tournament. Okay, and you'll have the video screens up where people will be able to see where they're at and where their brackets are. 
Yeah, and Chris and Terry might want to talk more about the video screens. There will definitely be uh, no shortage of screens that will be providing information about when you play, um, what court you're on, and also monitors uh, that will display the brackets and uh, be able to show you, you know, how the brackets are progressing. So this is a tournament that we won't see the paper brackets that you typically see um, posted up on a bracket board somewhere. Everything will truly be electronic. The only thing I'd add to that is that we're going to have a lot of volunteers around helping people because we know, you know, when you're seeing this for the first time, it may not be comfortable for some people. So we'll have a lot of volunteers around helping people to see their brackets and to read the screens. And then we'll have some people around the courts with tablets so that if I go up to the court and I'm like, gosh, I'm really not sure where I'm supposed to be, they can go up to a volunteer and and look it up right on a tablet. And hopefully there'll also be people that can teach people how to look this up on their phone. So that's another way people will be able to keep track of things. That'll be real handy. We're getting real techie here, you know? Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) Now, what can people expect that are coming from the West? They're coming from the North. They've never played in the humidity or the heat of Florida. They want to be at the top of their game. What kind of adjustments can they make now when they're preparing to come down and, and be their best at the U.S. Open? What can they do now to get ready for that? Well, that's a great question. Um, and we're also going to do a post about this very subject a couple weeks before the event. We've got a company called Connexus Sports Medicine that will be on site throughout the entire event. And they're going to be there to help the athletes with anything that they need. So if you're an athlete and you need a massage before or after your event, you get this. And this is all for free, except if people want to tip them. If you have uh, need an adjustment, you get an adjustment. If you sprained your ankle, so whatever you need, they'll be there to help with. And we asked him, you know, what should we tell people to help with, um, you know, cramping, which is a big deal with um, pickleball players outside. It is going to be warmer. It is going to be humid. And the biggest thing that he says to tell people is that dehydration, the key to, to avoiding dehydration is prehydration. And that is to start working on your hydration habits a couple weeks before the event so that you should start to be drinking more water than you think you need a couple weeks before the event. You avoid things like, I hate to say, alcohol, caffeine, sugar kind of things and um, and get your body in a prehydrated state before you even get to the tournament. A lot of athletes will just be like, here, I'm at the tournament. I better start drinking water. And it's too late at that point. The other thing I'd add into that is I heard, I think Melissa told me recently that the number one problem at tournaments are leg cramps. So Highlands Leg Cramps is one of our sponsors and everybody's going to get a little sample of the the, um, Highland Leg Cramp pills. So I would keep those handy and the medical tent will also have those available for um, anybody that's suffering from leg cramps. Chris Yvonne and Terry Graham, founders of Spirit Promotions and the executive director and president of the U.S. Open Pickleball Championship. Look forward to seeing you in Naples, ladies. Thank you very much. We look forward to it, too. Thanks, Chris. And as always, we'd like to thank you for joining us today as well. Do you have an opinion about what we discussed today? Maybe a a suggestion, a topic you'd like to hear us discuss here on the Pickleball Show? Well, we'd love to hear from you. Email us anytime at mail at pickleballshow.com. That's mail at pickleballshow.com. You'll find us on Facebook too, facebook.com slash pickleballshow, twitter.com slash pickleballshow, and don't forget about the good old website, 
It's pickleballshow.com. Also, head over to iTunes if you get a chance. Hit that subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode. And if you feel it's appropriate, go ahead and leave us one of those coveted five-star reviews, which boosts us up in the rankings and makes it so much easier for other pickleball players around the world to find the show. I'm Chris Allen. This is The Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.